What the fuck did you get us into, Alan? <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Underrated Podcast. This podcast is where we discuss about underrated movies or perhaps underappreciated or even ones that have just slipped under the radar that most people have passed by. This show is a collaboration of a couple of different podcasts, such as me, Alan, and Fred. Word up! From District 6. And Ariel. From Nerd Incorporated. And our friend over here, Derek. Hey! So yeah, so today... So today we're going to my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a movie that I picked for us, uh, The Void. Uh, it came out in 2016. It's a supernatural horror movie directed by Stephen Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie. Um, it's a pretty small budget movie. Uh, basic plot of the movie is a bunch of people get a small group of people get trapped in a hospital and they're surrounded by cultists and pretty much disgusting. 80s kind of style horror creatures. So, who wants to chime in first? I I've seen this movie a couple of times, so I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. I want to know what you guys. I think you were the you were the only one who'd seen it before this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I start you off. You guys start off because I have a lot of things it. to say. You guys okay. What the fuck did you get us into, Alan? Because <laughs> I started watching this. I'm like, okay, okay, and then literally I marked it at 20 minutes. It jumps from this build-up to, we're in it now. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, what the fuck? So that was my overall consensus of, like, this whole movie of just non-stop what-the-fuck moments. It definitely gave me in that 80s movie vibe of what would now be considered as, like, a B-movie mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it gave, definitely gave that vibe. I appreciate it, and now looking at the Wikipedia, I, I'm reading right now that the creature effects were crowdfunded on Indiegogo, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I totally saw that, because that was the most impressive part for yeah. me. It wasn't like was CGI. these creatures. It was like yeah. Amazing looking. They literally look like an 80s movie. Like yeah. you're saying. And it was definitely that's that was the most impressive thing to me, and that's what I, I like. That definitely was the most enjoyable part of it. I gotta say the the story is that way way out there. It's it it jumps a lot. Like it jumps a lot, and uh, so for that more more for me for the most part is a very enjoyable movie because of how for me it wasn't like it's it's a it's a eighties ridiculous movie monster movie for me and it was but I enjoyed it I enjoyed it the ending uh, we you know it it ends up. Like that, that the two main characters end up in um, uh, thirty seconds to Mars. This is war music video. If you've ever seen that with the giant um, nope black mm -mm. pyramid. Nope, there's I, a I, giant I, black pyramid in that that well, that I got music some video. Pyramid references to another dimension that I'll bring up when I talk about it. But we'll <laughs> but, get to me. But oh, yeah, Gold so Ranger, Paramitas, Power Ranger Zeo. Oh. <laughs> no, that was the Gold Ranger was the best Ranger, Jason. So, from the boy. Yeah. Well, not unless you talk about the Green Ranger, because the Gold Ranger no, is like a spot. No, 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 no. Yeah, I said red and gold, right? Yeah, red and gold. You got it, Alan. You got it. Yep. Oh, wow, no, that's not gold. It's red and green, baby, because they share the shield goals with each other. When the, what does the Gold Ranger do? Keep his shield whack ass, motherfucker. Anyway, so. let me, let me, I guess let me spill my, mm -hmm. let me spill my tea, because this is a motherfucking tea. Visuals, cool. Movie, like story wise, whack as fuck. Like, I really felt like it was a bootleg-ass, like, Hellraiser. Now, it's it's cool. Like, when you get into it, 
But there was just some things that just I just I couldn't like let go in those movies because I like those really gory movies. I like watching them, and I'm, I'm re- I get really into like the Japanese ones. And the Japanese ones have a sick story. If you guys follow it, those stories are fucking mad good. Yeah, they, I'll tell you this: the monsters in this are fucking amazing. The way they make him, and in the Japanese ones, they make him really cheesy because that's like the whole point of like a really gory cheesy. But the storyline in those movies are fucking legit, and I do I do watch a lot of those. So when I got into this, I was like, at first I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. We're in the hospital. We're doing good. You know, people are dying. What's going on? I go, maybe it's a virus. Maybe it's this, that. All of a sudden, it's like cultist supernatural. Okay, okay, I'm getting into it. And then all of a sudden, it just fucking takes some fucking beeline where it doesn't make sense. So fucking guy comes out like, look at me. Ah, I'm God. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then it just kind of goes around kind of crazy. And it kind of lost me there. And that's that's where I kind of, I guess I, I have more feelings for it. Like, like kind of a little mad because I'm like, yeah, you almost fucking had me there. I was almost like, this is it. This is the jam. And then they, you fucked it up. And I kind of, it kind of upset me, and I was just like, well, I mean, you know, obviously everybody's gonna have their own opinion, but I just, I was like, man, you done fucked it up. Like you, you had me right there, M Night Shyamalan. Why the fuck did you lose me? Because well, I guess what, what was the main thing that lost him? Oh, it's just the, the thing when he's like when he starts peeling off his skin, and then he starts going to this god thing, and then the monster thing and stuff like that. It's just like this at the very, it was just the very end, and then the the way that it wasn't. I, I, I guess I didn't get satisfied with him just throwing them in the pit. I expected a little more, but then all you see is a pyramid. And I get it. Maybe he became like, he ascended in the astral form and that pyramid shit is him. But it's just, it just, it didn't connect at the end because everything was so visual and so like uh, there in my face that at the end it becomes more like less visual and more like metaphorical idea that I was like, nah, man, that's where you lost me. And like I said, everybody's going to have their own different. But mm-hmm. for me with those gory movies, like I said, when I watch those gory ass, like, uh, you know, I'm talking about those nasty Japanese, like, like Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo police score and all these. The story is like it's 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 a finite story. It's very simple, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and they do have some twists. But it's always like here's your start and here's your finish, and we're gonna end it this way. And it's like a concrete ending, and you see it. So if, if it's spiritual, it'll end with some like spiritual thing. But if it's like something physical, there you'll see it. It kind of ends like that. And like I said, it's just it's just the feeling I had. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It just I just in my opinion, at the end of it, you fucking lost me. You almost th- had me. But you fucking lost me. I think in that sense, it, yeah, it it included. I think at least five different like horror movie, jo- um, yeah, it yeah. was like what tropes. kind of horror movie should ha- we make it? Yeah, let's make it all oh, of the horror. Yeah, movie. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I but will, I'm not saying I'll, that's a negative. I will jump into I'm not that. Saying no, that's a negative. I, I will jump that's into that since I'm the big horror guy. Yeah. but I want to hear. You. Yeah, okay. So what I think so you know I'm not a big horror guy. You know we're talking about doing this podcast. Alan's like, hey, I know yeah. a great movie. So we should I know the void. We should say that Alan is our resident horror guy. Exactly. And I'm not at all. Like I, I've seen some horror movies. I'm, I'm usually not a fan. I usually don't like them. Sometimes I think they're okay. Like the new Halloween movie, I was like, it was fine. You guys loved it. I was just like, it was good. This one, so I start watching it. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know anything really about this movie beyond the poster, which I kind of vaguely remember seeing the poster, and it looks kind of Stranger Things esque because I remember it came out like around the same time as Stranger Things season one. So I'm like, I know there's some kind of other dimensional stuff, a void to it somewhere else with some tentacle monsters or some shit in there. I'm watching it, and it's, you know, like, Fred, it starts off, like, could be just, like, a guy out there murdering somebody, and it kind of slowly, like, progresses. It's like, okay, no, there's some cultists. Okay, no, there's some monsters. Okay, no, there's, this doctor's actually evil. Okay, no, he's playing God. Okay, no, and it, it kept amping up uh, and up and up and up, and, like, it was always, I was like, here's another thing. Here's another ring. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, at first, I was just like, I was really skeptical when the movie starts, because it starts, right off the bat, it's like, there was like five logos for five production companies that I've never heard in my life. And I'm like, that's I never like a good Canadian, sign. I think they're Canadian, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I, but I was just like, whenever I just see like that many studios that are like that small, I'm like, that's a bad sign. Well, it well, it's just marking that it's an indie film. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm always a little worried. There's so many companies, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, let's see. I'll see. I'll give it a chance, and I'm kind of watching. I'm like, this seems okay. This seems okay. But the more I watch it, the more I get into it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like all the horror movies that I actually enjoy. It's just a simple plot. It's some people, and they're stuck in a place, and they have to figure out what this shit is. And it, I like that the movie very slowly will just give you more, a little strips and drabs of details. Like, this is what this is, this is what this is. It never has, a, like, uh, there is a, some evil monologuing going on. But even then, you still don't really know what the fuck this other evil dimension is. Is it hell? I still is don't it, know what the fuck happened. You don't know what happened. it is. It's still, like, and that's what I love about it, is that even at the end, when you have them holding hands and look, looking at this crazy black pyramid, you're like, I don't, I kind of know what's going on with this other dimension. But I don't, and like how he makes this, like the stairs that come out of nowhere, and he's doing all these crazy, like, monstrosities, these Lovecraftian monsters. I fucking loved it. What it really reminded me of is me being a kid who, I was born in 1989, so, you know, my earliest memories are from the early 90s. And I remember all these movies that came out in the late 80s that were like this, that were like just the scare, scary horror movies when they're in low location, they just gotta figure the shit out, and it's a group of, like, teenagers or whoever it might be, there's maybe one cop like there is in this movie. And they've just got to fucking get to the bottom of it. And shit is going wrong. And one of my earliest memories ever in my entire life was being fucking terrified by this movie that I watched. Where they were in this house and they open a portal to hell. And it's the same kind of thing where there's all these creatures coming in. And I, I thought of that after I was watching The Void. And I didn't. It was, I was so young, I didn't even remember it. it was, I just remember being terrified. I looked it up. It's this movie called The Gate. That's what this oh, really, yeah. really reminded me of. That and then also... With all the pyramid stuff to this other evil dimension, it reminded me of Gravity Falls. If you guys have ever seen yeah. it, yeah. there's a lot of symbolism of like a pyramid that's evil from mm-hmm. another dimension, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, this is like Gravity Falls if it was like a crazy horror. Oh, movie. Bill Cipher is the pyramid. Bill Cipher, yeah. 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 But um, you should check it out, Alan. It's, it, it's it, really good. It turns good. out that he's like a fucking demon from another dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of really it's kind of reminded me of that a little bit, but. Honestly, this this movie, Alan, I think you hit the nail on the head. This is a movie that's flown under the radar. It's it's like this little indie movie that nobody's really seen or heard of. Like it was only really very only limited to a couple of theaters and was mostly a video on demand release. Most of the time, when you get these people who like make their passion movies, it's like The Room or Troll Two or something. Mm-hmm. It, it they never end up being really recapturing what they're trying what they love. But this one, it totally recaptured the great horror movies from the 80s. And I say that, like, this it takes a lot for a horror movie to impress me. And this one really did. I think it totally got Alan underrated, under-the-radar movie. And I'm going to give the floor to you, because... Well, I appreciate that. Um, I think the biggest reason why I liked it, because I'm, obviously, I love horror, and you, you, hit, on a, you hit a lot of the things that I was going to say, but... My so thing am I is, from you. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like how our previous podcast where we talked about dread you should guys should probably go check that out mm-hmm. again like kind of superhero fatigue i kind of get horror fatigue with certain genres like lately every other horror film that comes out it's paranormal it's mo- it's like always a ghost there's possession just like superhero movies and just like certain other mo- genres it's always the same so mm-hmm. when i found this one i was immediately like oh my god i love the 80s style gory nasty splatterpunk effects the story, like you guys said, it just keeps going. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And the whole story in general is very Lovecraftian. Because Lovecraftian style is like very like it's cultish, mm-hmm. giant Cthulhu-esque monsters, gory tentacles. You know, you don't know what the it's fuck is going on. something from like this old time. This old you time know, somewhere. This go- ancient evil god kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, Somewhere out in like space. Like yep. just 
way out there where mm-hmm. like none of us have ever seen and i've always loved that kind of yeah. like thing where like fred had mentioned it was like hellraiser which is also similar to hellraiser 2 as well hellraiser, hellraiser 2 yeah they're both the first two ones are really great yeah but and my recommendation watching those oh yeah they're dope they're, 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 they're awesome you bust your nut it's so good mm-hmm. but um after that, they get really Hellraiser yeah, after space, Hellraiser and Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind of like that. Oh, yeah, that's like bad. Hellraiser the first two Hellraisers the are <laughs> so damn good. Like, so, Hellraiser so takes good. Manhattan. Yeah, oh, the Hell, best Hellraiser one. goes to Payless. Hellraiser <laughs> goes to Payless. Yeah, but yeah, what I really appreciated was that, like, it's just the monsters. Like, yeah. like that used the to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, because it was usually yeah. most, mm-hmm. most directors would it'd be a CGI thing, you know? Which is good. I like CGI, but this, it was like, it was beautiful. It was like, Movie magic, you know? Mm-hmm. So, what and, I can describe is movie magic. And uh, now, learning about the crowdfunding just for that specific mm-hmm. thing, you could definitely see, yeah, they did not take away money from that crowdfunding. They mm-hmm. they used it just for that because that was the highest quality of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, when you see those monsters, it kind of goes back, it harkens back to, like, obviously the thing. The thing is, like, mm-hmm. a big inspiration for it, just all practical, nasty effects. But, like, they were just well, globs, but they were, like, well designed, like well designed, not designed. Yeah. And yeah. It was kind of like kind of like American Werewolf in London a little bit. That too, I yeah, exactly. Love that movie. Like, and the things you love about those movies as a practical effects. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. When when you go back and watch the original Jurassic Park, you're st- I don't know. For me, I'm always still amazed when the first appearance of the T Rex comes out mm-hmm. and it crushes, and the T Rex head is like right next to the Jeep mm-hmm. or the four explorers or whatever. Like that, always like gives yeah. me chills. So with this, it's like like CGI monsters. Yeah, like I'll give Godzilla a pass because obviously mm-hmm. you know you can't do right. a fucking giant. You can do the people in the suits, but people nowadays, just like our previous podcast, people don't like certain things like that anymore. Unless it's fuck that you go Japan. full you go full do it because that's the way it was done and that's that's that that's where the heart is. That's where the fucking craft is. You put that motherfucking suit on and you go into the little city and you beat shit up. Power Rangers, homie, they still do it to today. Like, don't <laughs> get me wrong, I would love to see the, this new King of the Monsters just. Practical Suit Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah. Because you gotta just do the movie that, that you gotta do. Kick. You can't do a movie for everybody. Exactly. Godzilla yeah. suit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like all those practical effects. That's why I love like horror movies. Is like mm-hmm. just because a lot of the time, yeah, you can CGI stuff, but like when it's more real, like when it's just like actually movie magic, you feel it. When somebody gets stabbed, like if you it, you you're like oh shit, like you yeah. you wince like if you were in pain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's and a like, lot of wince moments, like when like that she bursts out. There's a lot of like body horror in this, f- exactly like Cronenberg stuff. Well, know? yeah, like, that's what what kicks off the whole thing. That's like the jump start is like yeah. going from it. That's the okay. So this is the moment where it jump started in at, at about twenty minutes. If you go and watch it. Um, you start off like he's talking about you know his him and and this nurse that you don't know is his wife yet like you mm-hmm. know they lost they lost they, they they allude that they he lost a baby forty days of or thirty days Thir- of night yeah mm-hmm. exactly they lost a the baby and yeah. stuff like that and then so it cuts literally from that scene to him walking past a hospital room looking in and just hearing something and then all of a sudden you see this like nurse has like this black like oh has scissors. Call it back well, you to, see like, uh, the tentacles come out of her mouth before that. Do you? Oh, wait, is that No, after? no, it's no. After. Okay, you're right. It's, it's after. after. No. So, yeah, you just see her, you know, doing her best us impression and, like, and sta- is stabbing yeah. this kid, killing this kid with in the eye. And so you're like, that was the moment where I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> then then it, just, it all kicks and, off from yeah, there. That, kinda sl- that's the first kind of, like, jump. But they keep jumping it up and up and up every time in the movie. But the first jump was a big-ass jump. <laughs> 
it was like, oh, oh, okay, we're starting. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it's it's like a short, like Dread. It's you know, it's just a short, compact movie. It's like a simple story that you oh, can sorry. get through in an. It's an hour and a half. You know, just mm-hmm. like Dread. It's almost the same exact length as Dread. And I think that works for like action movies or horror movies like this. Works like we're gonna just tell you here's a chunk. You don't like it's got there is a really cool mythology, but you don't get to see the whole thing. It's not like Lord of the Rings where they have like oh all these appendices and stuff. It's like there's something out there we don't know what the fuck it is. There's obviously a really cool in depth mythology. We only see the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of my favorite things about. It. I know that was my biggest worry with you guys was I was worried that the ending, mm-hmm. the giant pyramid, might be too like what the fuck was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And when I first watched it, I was like I love it. Yeah, because like, oh, me too. At the same time, like I like, yeah, horror movies are great when there's a final girl and you know everybody they kill the monster and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of them just going being trapped in this like faraway cosmic mm-hmm. Lovecraftian hellish land, mm-hmm. like in like Hellraiser two and shit. And like, I love it because there's no optimism. There's no. It's, I know it's kind of dark to say it, but I like that idea of they're just like we're fucked. Well, I like We're that like, they, they got trapped. The, he, like, still, like, reunited with his wife somehow. You don't really know what's going so, on yeah, with that. So, yeah, it's kind of happy. And but... then that, all you like, the guy, they also have that, like, end chase scene where the guy, like, the portal's closing him, he gets away, and then it's him, and, you know. That, that, that oh, not to interject. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. what, that was the part that fucked me up. I expected him to be suffering, kind of like Hellraiser style, with that other guy. I mm-hmm. thought, now they're both trapped in another world, and they're both going to be at each other's throats, or a little bit of stuff, or a little bit of something. But when I saw him holding hands with the wife, and it's kind of like, it's supposed to be, like, Oprah. I didn't feel it. See, what I like that's like glimmer of hope. Yeah, that, that's, that's why because the viewer like, oh, no, I, I, well, no, I, I feel like it was. I wanted that. I wanted that. I felt that I was gonna get that like that like struggle now between them, like almost like a forever fight between them or something. Like I was, I was excited. I was kind of hyped at that moment. And like I said, that's why I was saying like it just at the very end it just kind of loses me. You know, I had this. I, I, I had to know what you wanted. I think you wanted the jetly ending scene in the yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. Where he's just fucking fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah, and it's yeah. just them like like at each other's throats because it seems like because at that at that, at that point at the one? end, yeah, mm-hmm. at that point <laughs> he took everything from him. Right, mm. he took the wife. He, he's he's almost dead. He makes his <laughs> choice to like like take. He took no. He took. He killed the baby. You know, the baby yeah. died <laughs> at the hands. You know, with that doctor maybe or something. He maybe kind of, he killed his dad. Maybe We're not maybe sure. not sure. You know, he alludes to a lot of things yeah. where you're like you're thinking maybe maybe not. So at this at this end point, I thought, oh, this is gonna be yeah, just like the one. There's gonna be something like evil. I'm gonna see something dark. Something I didn't want the hope at that point. This is this movie just gave you death. See, I don't, and it I'm, gave you that stuff, and I was okay with that. I don't mm-hmm. think it was hope as much. It was just like ambiguous. It's kind of like, well, what's next? Yeah, but like, we're locked, locked, locked in. Basically, what, saying, what hell? Is. But but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is the moment with that wife there, that his wife, the one that he lost, that like he was just like ah, he, it gives you that little bit of like it. it honestly, this was is kind wife. of like the end of Inception for me, where it's just like. You don't yeah, know they're gonna be no. I mean, they're probably gonna be in hell, and it can probably yeah. be bad. But the thing is, what with the wife, you it, it kind of gives you the idea. I mean, because once you're married and you have a family and you have stuff, it kind of uh, gives uh, you that no, idea. We all have families. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. As no, a father, no, as no, a father, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But as as you think, like if you're solo dolo at that point, yeah, you know it's it's a lot different. You think a lot different. You're more savage. You're more. Well, you know, how am I gonna survive this? I'm all alone. You know, I lost everything. Like hope, everything's taken from you. But all of a sudden, if you're in another, you know, like let's say you're in the afterlife or wherever the fuck you might be, if you've got your partner that was your partner by your side, there's always hope. And I, that's I, that idea that you get. I, I, I do like that. I like it's kind of ambiguous. You're like, he might have fuck a little... that. He should have been suffering. I should have seen his chest opened up at the end and the guy sticking his little, like tentacles through him and then him like choking the guy. And then that's how it ends. And then Jet Li comes in and he starts punching everybody. <laughs> Jet Li out of nowhere. 
You know what I would have? They blew the whole budget on Jet Li. They like, yeah, that was it. They're, like, they're, they're like, we can make practical effects in the back. We got Jet Li for we five just, seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, when I saw it, it was cool, and I just expected more suffering. Here's I what I would thought the ending was gonna be, and I'm really glad it wasn't. And I was like, I was like, please don't do it. Please don't. Do it. I thought it was gonna like end, and they were gonna be ha- gonna when you ha- see like the two survivors kind of come together. I thought they were gonna kind of pan down to the basement, and you were gonna see. Like a hand or like something come out like the the doctor like that like, daughter it would open, thing like lipped. no it would be like the doctor like would come back and he would open his eyes and he'd be like bum bum and it would be like because I hate that cliched ending where it's just like I feel like every horror like movie the does end it of He Man like, you, you know really, right yeah exactly yeah. Wait, wait, no no like exactly like the ending of He Man so many movies do that where they're just like and the bad guy's still here beast it's like a jump scare ending they try to like make you like have like one last scare but it wasn't the ending was very quiet no, and, and I liked that you know what a I was going to say with that is I feel that a lot of people put that glimmer of hope like the directors because mm-hmm. they're assuming I'm going to make a second one hopefully if this does well yeah. and I feel like oh, this movie yeah, was this movie was done in a way that it's done it's it's done yeah but because they're in another world and it's like that, you're always open to that the, the hole opens up and they come back out. I mean, you can do whatever you want at that point. But they make it in a way that if it ends, it ends. You know, it's a it's done deal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like I said, you know, the way it's done, you, you can always write out whatever you want. Like, and the hole opens up with some new people and then these guys come out and, oh, we were, you know, whatever bullshit. But the movie, like I'm saying, is done. It's ended. And it, that's good. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I agree with you. I like yeah. that it is done. Yeah. A lot of the time I feel like those jump scare things, yeah, they put it in as a jump scare. But it's because they're hoping that there's enough hype behind it that I might get to make, uh, you know, Jason 2 or something. But the thing or... is, those jump scares never actually play no. into the sequels. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> they never no, do. And that's the thing, they don't. But I think it's just a little thing to keep you in the back of your mind. Yeah. Of like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. saw, I saw, oh, like, uh, what was what was the movie where everybody was like, was it Freddy versus Jason? And then there's an alien at the end? No, Freddy versus no, Jason, Freddy's uh, head um, yeah, blinks. Yeah. It's thinking about, sorry, uh, the final Friday mm-hmm. where he gets Freddy's hand. Yes, that's right. Yeah, there you go. That's what I thought. Yeah. Where it gives you like this hope of like, oh shit, we're yeah. about to see something cool. Yeah. And it's like that where it, it's obviously if they yeah. do it, it's not going to start that way. But you know what I mean? It always, you feel like that's there. I think they also do it to just when you're like, have you end on like, oh, that was a scary thing at the end. So the mo- try to trick you to be like, the whole movie was scary. But this one, they don't try and trick you. They have that like quiet, creepy moment at the end. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a scare for like the last five 10 minutes of the movie which is a lot in a 90 minute mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and then Ariel were you gonna yeah I think you were gonna say something about I don't know if it was the ending or oh no for the ending for me it was like it it, it was okay <laughs> that was yeah, a... yeah. Like, at like, that I... point I was like okay <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm down to leave this world now yeah I want the credits to roll <laughs> so well cause like yeah like for me I don't know if it was because like I had to walk away for halfway through and I came back but no I think it was even before that but uh it just a lot of shit happened like in such a short amount of time that mm-hmm. I was like it's still going at some point <laughs> yeah but for me I I mean I enjoyed it for what it was I mean if, if they were going for a direction of it being a reminiscent of of the classic 80s movies then I I definitely think that they accomplished that mm-hmm. yeah I was like, I was like, I watched it. And I was like, man, I gotta, like, I, I took like twenty minutes trying to figure out what the gate was because I, I was like, I could remember barely any details, and then I eventually like found it. I was like, I had to go to sleep instead of work in the morning, but I was like, I gotta find this, and I kind of like want to watch the gate now. I'm sure it wouldn't hold up, but like, it just got me in that mood where I was just thinking about like me being like, it made me feel like a scared like three year old again. Yo, real talk, I don't want to offend anybody, but this movie wasn't scary at all. I mean, it, wasn't it wasn't scary. scary. It was more creepy. It, it didn't creepy have jump creep scares. It was just, it was more like, it made you feel like, 
unnerved, which yeah. is uh, my favorite kind of thing. For mm-hmm. me, and I'm I'm a, I'm like the most scary cat person. Like tell, like ask Fred. I punched him in the arm during it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I it, for me it was just I don't know if it was just because like I, I for me it was more like ew ew ew. It wasn't scary. Yeah, I'm not not scary, but like just unnerving, which is uh, I don't really get scared by movies me. a lot. I, for me, it was just like for uh, me, that thing is creepy as fuck. I don't even feel like uh, that. Yeah. But then, you know what? That's why I'm saying that because I watch so many gory movies that I'm like, it's not enough blood. At least it's not enough blood. It's not. I guess no, for I, me like, that I wasn't as connected to the story for it to be unnerving. For me, it was just like, like you know, like you said, I love the splatterpunk mm-hmm. stuff, but I think it's like the idea of those monsters, mm-hmm. like the creatures, like just. Be- again, because they're created and like you know yeah. they're they're physical, they're not CGI. I mean, it just yeah. gives you that the cre. That's what I mean. Exactly. That, that nerve. Exactly. Because there's those people who are like, oh my god, all the Hitchcock movies. I love those. The suspense is mm-hmm. it's just so much, and it gets me unnerved. And the same thing with Get Out, where people were like so uncomfortable with it. Like n- nothing wrong with it, but like when I saw Get Out, I was like, yeah, I felt uncomfortable. But when it ended, I wasn't like, oh, it was like for me the void and all those plastic, like the thing and all that. It's the idea of that creature mm-hmm. that it might exist somewhere because yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't specify it was supernatural. They said it was like this, like he was a god Dimension and it was cosmic thing, and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. So that idea is unnerving that there are creatures out there somewhere that can do these grotesque tentacle things. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it comes down to prefer, you know, personal, um, not preference, but like impression mm-hmm. on on yourself because like it probably with your with your callback and your subconscious mind to the gate that probably is what made this mm-hmm. um seem unnerving to you yeah which yeah. is is more well, psychological things make me more well, i mean honestly i barely even remember that so it might be subconscious but it just like i i do remember like that movie having an impression on me and thinking like this is really cool and like not there's not been a lot of movies that have kind of given me that same feeling again up until this so it was really cool to like kind of recapture that cool moment because I mean, that's a movie that stands out. Like, I obviously, it wasn't the first movie I saw, but it's a, the, well, maybe the first movie I remember other than maybe Jurassic Park or Star Wars. To, but it sticks out still to this day in my memory parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I do really like that style. And to see it recaptured here was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, no. I mean, I just, I'm glad you guys got a chance to watch it because I was really excited to watch it because I legit was like, when I saw it, I was like, I feel like, this movie is very underrated because mm-hmm. like I almost never heard anybody else talk about it yeah. and I'm always in horror forums and stuff like that and most of the time they're always talking about the big hit like how did, you, Reddit how did you find it uh, on reddit like on somebody on yeah. on, on, on our horror mm-hmm. was somebody brought it up and they're like hey there's this like creepy 80s creature feature and mm-hmm. I looked at it and they're like don't read anything else about this just yeah, watch I'm it I'm really glad I went in cold yeah because yeah. I didn't because even what like everybody who, who's who I brought it up to, I'm like, just watch it. Don't, don't, right. not, I don't, don't right. spoil anything because I'm even a little upset that I saw the poster, you know? Mm-hmm. No, for me, that was I'm, all I saw too was yeah. a poster. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's definitely if you're looking for the movie that captures that 80s mm-hmm. creature film, like a then it's definitely, 80s yeah, exactly. it was yeah. a B, it was an 80s B movie. You know? Oh, yeah, the acting definitely yeah. was a B movie. Yeah. Well, this is all these like random dudes from Canada, and before this, they had only like they'd made like comedy, like horror movies. They're like, you know, let's try something serious. And like, I found out that like the director kind of knew David Ayer, so they were like borrowing like the makeup team or somebody like from the like the Suicide Squad, like the well, they were shooting that. And be like, oh, after you guys are done like helping out with the makeup for Suicide Squad, come over here because it was like that low budget, and they just kept running into like all these problems with like production because you know 
they're these little guys with just like some yeah. guys who wanted to make a cool movie and they'd made a couple things but nothing like this before mm-hmm. you guys oh ariel would you like recommend it you think if you're looking for that style of movie then yeah i would recommend it i mean if you're looking for a horror movie to like actually scare you in my opinion yeah you could look. You what could a, look for yeah, that. I think for somebody like me, like I would work because I'm not usually scared by horror movies, so I just like something like this, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. so my. I would. I would recommend it to anybody, honestly. Yeah. If you want, like a, if you want a movie to appreciate a really well designed creature, if you mm-hmm. want to get like a, if you're a filmmaker and want to like see some really good work on a creature, then I recommend this. Yeah, and, and I think it has like style, but it's not over. Doesn't overwhelm the substance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred. Are you, yes or no for you? Uh, look, it's what it does. Uh, like, all right, like if you're hardcore into gore, like if that's your genre, then you're probably. I would say watch it. You'll you'll enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it ain't gonna be the shit. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, cause I, I I'm not so much in the horror. I'm more into the gore scene. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you're one of those guys, then this this it it's like a tease because it hits it, but it doesn't hit that mark. Cause I. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna recommend one of the movies one of these times so you guys can see what I'm talking about yeah. when I when it comes out. But it works. What it does, it does well. Like I said, mm-hmm. the monster design, all the stuff, it does well. Story wise, yeah, because they're a small guy. It's yeah, it's a hit and miss sometimes. You don't know what you're gonna get when you watch this movie. You know you're gonna enjoy the visuals and you're gonna enjoy what you see. Whether you're gonna like the story at the end, well, that's gonna be the individual. That's the hard part. You know, yeah. you is it gonna resonate with you 100, percent or is it gonna be like me where most of the movie, I was like, this is awesome. And then the ending just fell flat for me. But that's just the ending. That doesn't ruin a movie. Right. Alan? That never takes anything away. Oh, well, I 100% recommend yeah, it. I I'm mean, really I, glad you recommended it to me. Yeah, Sorry I mean, to cut you off. No, no worries. No, but I mean, just in general, I mean, like he said, if you're, for me, it's like if you're a horror hound like me and you like that splatterpunk gore, I think it's a good com- combination of both. Mm-hmm. It's not jump scary either. It doesn't have jump scares. Right. Just watch it for what it is, and like I just watch it to appreciate yeah. everything. Like it's it's a like the filmmaking process is what I love the most. It was definitely yeah. It's you could definitely it's that shines through of it being a um what's that word um a passion project. Yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, for sure. it definitely shines I, through. I, I don't like I was saying unlike other passion projects, I think it really works. It's most passion projects you see them because they're so bad. Mm-hmm. This one it's because it's you know so good. In my opinion. But um, we usually ask, like, you know, why do we think this one, you know, is underrated or underrated? Obviously, we we know because it was, like, the small movie that, I don't know, do you guys see that, like, changing with it now being on Netflix? And I think it's starting to get a more... You never know. It's a a tough one because horror is always one of those, like, you never know. It's not a genre that's Mm going to get picked up like an action Mm -hmm. or a drama or things like that. The issues, yeah, you can sell it, but there's a lot of people that don't care for horror. I think it might end up like kind of like in the cult canon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's It'll not there happen. yet, but I think yeah. it could get there where it's like, like oh, like it was back in the day. If this was like twenty years ago, people would be like, oh, I've got this crazy VHS. You know, we've got to pop this shit in. Like we'll come come on a Friday now. You know, and now it's that with Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's all these like classic horror movies that you're like, oh man, like The Gate is one where it's just like, oh yeah, have you seen The Gate? It's this great horror movie from back in the day. But this, that's what this is a modern version of. So I could see it like horror fans or like or just big film buffs you know who are like me who aren't even like horror fans really being like oh this is a gem you got to check this out and Mm -hmm. not gonna it's not gonna be a movie that joe on the street knows but i do see it maybe building a a cult reputation a la like 
even though that it does it for different reasons, something like The Room, where it's just like, yeah, you got to check this shit out. Like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think it would possibly get that kind of situation. But, uh, yeah, that was that was great, guys. Uh, Alan, you want to wrap, uh, take us out? Uh, yeah, us I guess, uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you'll find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, you know, hit that subscribe button, yeah, everything. We're on, uh, that's going to be our hosting site, Anchor, so Anchor you can well, on the site. Well. And yeah, just, um, you know, follow us at our Instagrams, Facebook, you know, Undercast Company, Ariel. Nerd Incorporated. Derek. Um, yeah, Derek's photos on Instagram. And then me and Fred, we're here if you want to say. Instagram and whatever. Keep your butt cheeks tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on di- uh, just for District Six. Yeah, and you can check out a lot of us out on uh, also my podcast. Yeah, Denise Stone's Dragon Balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. Thanks for being Trace amazing. Spooky.